<laughs> All right, everyone. We are back with our rom-coms for the month of February. This is rom-com number four. I'm here with yep. Emma. And today we made the choice to destroy ourselves and we watched The Notebook. We out here casually <laughs> dying. Yes. So... If you have not seen The Notebook, be warned now that you will cry. Now, you might cry at how hot Ryan Gosling is. Accurate. You might cry at how hot uh, Rachel, McAdams. Rachel McAdams is. You might cry at their tastiness together. You might cry at the music or at the old people. Like, something in this movie is going to hit you and make you cry. I, All of it. It's impossible. The cover of the movie will hit you and you will cry. <laughs> it's impossible. Like, it's just one of those movies that has so much feeling in it. Like, oh, you so can't much. escape it. No. <laughs> I don't think I've ever sat through this movie and not cried. Oh, no. And this is at least... This is like cl- past 16, the teens, past 16 the years teens of me watching this, like the yeah. number of times. Oh, yeah. That I've no, watched I've watched this. this movie like 30 times, probably so far into the double digits. Yeah, <laughs> that it could run its own state. That's yeah. how many times I've watched it. Yeah. And it's still ever talking about it. I'm like, nope, you, you got it. Yeah, we're probably going to cry in this podcast while we talk about it. So I'm sorry for the weird sounds that you're going to hear later as we it's get more into the story. Weeping. <laughs> yeah, just ignore us while we weep a little bit and talk <laughs> about this story. So, given that we've explained that you're going to cry in this movie, you're probably thinking, well, how is this a rom-com? Well, to be honest, it's not really a rom-com. This is a romantic drama. It's a rom-drom. Yes, much like P.S. I Love You from the other day. Um, and this one will wreck you just like P.S. I Love You does. Yep. And like all other Nicholas Sparks movies tend to do. Yes, and so books. much. So I haven't read any of the books, but Emma has read nearly all of them. Yep. And she says the books are even more draining. <laughs> they are. They're exhausting. You can just, I mean, you get so wrapped up in it and lost in everything that's going on. And then you're just like, I got to walk away from this book for a minute because it's just so much. Yeah. And you're like, my pages are damp. Yeah. What is this? Well, that's how I felt reading, um... The Fault in Our Stars. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, my God. See, I need that to book, read that one. Mm-mm. That book wrecked me. <laughs> I was a mess. <laughs> Every time. Oh, my gosh. It was a lot. Okay. So, anyways, this story starts, this movie starts in an old folks' home. It opens on an older woman who clearly has some memory issues, uh, Alzheimer's, dementia, something similar to that. And... An older man, who also see, appears to be living at the nursing home, comes in and offers to read to her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she agrees. And he starts reading this story to her about these two characters, Noah and Allie. And they're teenagers who fall in love. One summer, Allie comes to the town where Noah lives and they fall in love. Like, she's upper class, high society, and he's like lower class. Absolute working class. Yeah, working class completely. And, you know, against all odds, at 17, they fall in love because it's that's Titanic what you do. on land. Yes. 
Exactly. So they fall in love and they have this whirlwind romance over the summer of year 17, whatever. And at the end of the summer, she's about to go to college and her parents basically force her, her mom really, Mm -hmm. forces her to break it off with Noah. Like, he's not good enough for you, blah, 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 blah. So the older man is telling the older woman this and explaining, you know, they he was so in love with her. He did all these things. And he tells the story of how Noah basically wrote her every single day for a year waiting for her to get back to him. And she never did. Mm-hmm. He fixes up a house. like So Noah goes to war um, because this all takes place in the 1940s. Yep. He goes off to World War II and the war happens. Well, and, yeah, because they met at the end of the 30s. And yeah, then well, they met by in 1940. The time, by the time that she went away after that. Yeah, year right after or the two, year. Right after the year had happened. Up, yeah. Well, it's like right after the year of letters had happened. So right after noise. the year had happened, uh, Finn like calls him to mm-hmm. listen to the radio, and they're listening to the announcement of. FDR basically talking about the attacks on Pearl Harbor and that basically hits the nail on the head like okay we have to go yeah we have to enlist Mm -hmm. like many young men felt in 1941 so they enlist and they end up they spend two years in Africa and then they go to um, Europe Mm -hmm. and Finn dies which is horrific and then Ryan Gosling eventually gets to come home Noah gets to come home and when he comes back to his hometown his dad helps him out and they buy the plantation that he had been mm-hmm. talking about buying with Allie and he fixes it up to exactly the way that Allie had dreamed it would be. Yep. Basically, when they were younger in their summer of love, uh, Allie describes this plantation and how she, you know, I would paint it white, I would have blue shutters, I'd have a room wrap overlooking the river and a wraparound, yeah, all these beautiful things. And Noah, when he gets home from the war, builds it for basically for her exactly the way that she would like it. Meanwhile, while he was off at war, Allie has given up on him because she never received any Mm. of these letters. And she meets another soldier who, while she was being a nurse for the war, and falls in love with him. And he ends up being like a socialite, like he's comes from a rich family. So her parents love him and all of that. And they get engaged to be married. When her engagement announcement is made in the paper, it ends up in the exact same issue of the announcement of Noah's house yep. being built. The restoration of this like old plantation house yeah. that everybody in this town knows about and so Yeah. So Allie, like you do, freaks the fuck out, faints. Mm-hmm. And then tells her fiance, I gotta go. I got some stuff to do. I need to like clear my head because wedding planning. And proceeds to make her way back to this town where they fell in love and go see the house. Go meet Noah. Mm-hmm. And of course, like in all rom coms, when people who used to be in love meet again later in life, they're completely in love again. Like it never just goes away instantaneously. Yeah. They meet it's immediate chemistry even though they're now in their like late later 20s mm-hmm. and she ends up having sex with him oh yeah <laughs> really graphic apparently in the book like multiple times yes and it's, it's very well detailed it's not as book. it's not as graphic as many people would like it to be 
in the movie because like ryan gosling has done some more graphic sex scenes oh yeah but this was like his very first big thing besides like the mickey mouse club and remember the titans so yeah so they were both kind of not really into doing the huge sex scene because she was wasn't big at the time either yeah. was she, they neither one of them got big until really after this movie mm-hmm. came out so they have sex and she was a virgin and she's like holy shit that's what i've been missing and she forces him to do it like five more times in a night which is ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> and then she keeps coming back to him like she stays in that town for a couple of nights and mm-hmm. continues to come back to him so then her fiance shows up and she has to make a choice what like does she tell her fiance what happened does she like walk away what does she do yeah and at this point in the story the old man has to stop what he's doing with the story and she has to go take a nap the older Mm -hmm. woman has to go take a nap so you just it just kind of like ends for a second yeah (laughs) and when he picks it back up he had kind of left her hanging like what is she going to do? So she takes, she wakes up from her nap and she comes and they meet back up to finish mm-hmm. reading this story. And he tells her, oh, well, this is what happened. Or he starts to tell her, oh, mm-hmm. this is what happened. And then the old lady remembers. Yeah, he says they lived happily ever after. And then she goes, who did? And then yeah, she snaps back. She immediately recalls the memory of yep. this happening. And you realize that... Noah and Allie from the story are the old man and the old woman talking yeah. in the nursing home. And it's super heartbreaking because... It's absolutely devastating. Because she has Alzheimer's and can't remember any of this love story. And he is telling her about their love and trying to deal with the fact that she can't remember it. But also having all of these feelings of love for her. It is like... I'm cr- I'm starting to cry right yeah. now. Like <laughs> it's, it's a lot. He's... And what makes it even harder is when she starts to snap back into her sundowner yeah, yeah. So situation. She, so when she realizes, like, starts to have memory of mm-hmm. their love, um, she, like, they start dancing to mm-hmm. their song. And, like, they go back, like, I knew you would come back to me. You, mm-hmm. you know, you always come back to me or whatever. And they share this really, really sweet, like old people dancing like just completely in love Mm -hmm. moment and if that doesn't wreck you already like even if you have no connection to these old people just watching old people who are in love act like that is it's like (laughs) that is an instant heartbreaker for me like i like instant cry at anything yeah it just kills me when i see like old couples old married couples out in the out in the world just like old people holding hands or like an old man holding the door for an old woman i'm like oh my heart is so cute right so they have that moment and then she fades back into her dementia Mm -hmm. and forgets why she's dancing with him forgets who she is for you know forgets that this story that he's been telling her all day is their Mm -hmm. story and it's just heartbreaking the nurses and the doctor have to come and basically medicate her and he's just sitting back absolutely crying just crushed that she is going through this Mm -hmm. and like that he can't help her in any way yeah and then well then it basically snaps back to the conversation between Allie and lon 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So then then we get to see what actually happened mm-hmm. and how things progressed when they were younger. Yeah. So Allie meets her fiancé, Lon, um, and tells him, you know, this happened and I, we had sex and he was yeah. my first love and all these things. And Lon is basically, well, I've got three options. Either I shoot him, I beat him up, or I just leave you. And all of those options suck because then I still don't end up with you. Mm -hmm. And he's just pouring his heart out and he clearly loves her. Yeah. Like so much. And she says that she loves him too. And then it goes back to them when they're old. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, okay, what? Yeah. (laughs) Who did she choose? Like, how did they, how did they figure it out? And then it snaps back to them Mm -hmm. again when they're young and she shows up to the yeah Noah's all wrapped up in his in his bed in his depression blanket (laughs) just bawling his eyes out basically and uh she shows up in her car with all her suitcases and Mm -hmm. then they live happily ever after and you know we throughout the story we find out you know they had three kids they have a bunch of granddaughters or grandkids not granddaughters Mm -hmm. but grandkids and they lived this wonderful life together, this long, beautiful life together. And now they're living at a home together. Mm-hmm. And he's he, very sick. She's very sick. Yeah. He doesn't need to live at the home, but he can't bring himself to leave her, basically. Mm-hmm. So the end of the movie is the most heartbreaking part, probably, of any movie I've ever seen in <sighs> my life. And it's, if you don't cry for the last, like, ten minutes of this movie, like... You just don't have a heart. <laughs> That's, yeah. It's... So the very end of this movie um, is them in the old folks' home. And he has a heart attack or something. He's like yeah. rushed off to see the doctor like mm-hmm. on a stretcher in a breathing bag. And she's worried about him. But, you know, she has all these memory problems. She doesn't know why she's worried or anything like that. And then the night comes. That night comes. And he's all better. He emerges from his room and the night nurse tells him, you know, you can't go see her. You need to go back to bed. Yeah. But I'm going to go get, some, get coffee. some coffee and I'll check on you when I get yeah. back. Like the sly ass nurse, like she was like, no, it's okay. Like, go see your wife. Go ahead. Yeah. So he goes in and sees Allie and she remembers she, him immediately. She knows exactly who Yeah. He is. She says... No, you know she recognizes him says noah is that you and they have a conversation about you know do you think our love will take us away together basically she doesn't she's tired of being you know unable to remember anything and she just can't handle it anymore and he can't handle it anymore and she's just like do you think our love can take us away together and he says i think our love can do anything and then they hold hands and they go to sleep and, and then they don't wake up. They don't wake up. The next morning comes and the nurse walks in and they both are dead, like holding hands, sleeping together. Yeah. And it is fucking heartbreaking. Like I'm choking it's, up right now. It's, it's, it's very hard. It is very hard to watch. But that's the entirety of The Notebook. And sorry if you didn't want to hear the whole thing. Don't listen to this podcast, I guess. Exactly. But <laughs> if you haven't seen The Notebook now you need to go watch how? it yeah well yeah we you ruined the entire thing but really there's i couldn't have just stopped telling oh, no. you this story it's, it's such a good story phenomenal oh my god it's, okay it's every 
every romance novel since like the beginning of English lit that builds you up to see this portrayal of a man that's supposed to be witty and enticing and beautiful and caring and all of that that is Noah oh yeah he's the perfect yeah which is okay which this movie I would say has a lot to do with the problem of Ryan Gosling oh yeah like he to many women that I know including myself he is built up to be this like dude on a pedestal like he's the perfect man and it is because of this movie because his character is essentially the perfect man and we see him at like we see him as a teen and we see him as a grown man and Mm -hmm. then we see him again as an old man and all three times he's just being the best possible yeah man to Allie that he could be and that is why everybody has this impossible thought of what a man could be because of what ryan gosling is as a man basically like i don't know if ryan gosling is perfect in real life but i'd love to find out ryan if you want to (laughs) yeah you want to find out i would love to find out but he's so good he's incredible yeah oh man this i mean there's so much that could be said but it's just go read the book go watch the movie go yeah go go do things go get yourself and honestly if you, I was telling Katie this three seconds ago, if you can watch this movie or any other Nicholas Sparks movie and not immediately want to go have sex and then cry your eyes out, <laughs> I don't know what movie you are watching. Yeah. Because the characters, the, the actors, the storyline, the everything, you're just like, oh, oh, oh dear. I need to go, yes, now. Yeah. No. <laughs> It's great. All of them, it's all incredible. of his books and movies are very steamy and mm-hmm. very romantic, and it's fucking great. It's incredible. They're so good. Agreed. All right. Who was your favorite character in this movie? Oh, boy. That's very hard. I. It is very hard, because, I mean, Noah and Allie are wonderful, but I loved older Noah. Oh, yeah. Older Noah was so incredible. Just because his absolute undying love, his absolute determination, he just wants to be with his wife. He wants Allie. He wants her to understand this was our life together. When you started having memory problems, you asked me to read this to you and that you would come back to me and I made you a promise and I'm here to do that, you know, and he stuck to that so hard james garner Mm -hmm. knocks it out of the park just completely like he's so blows it away and i cry like i mean this whole movie makes me cry really Mm -hmm. but but a majority of the tears come from him his character and the things that his character is doing because i see a lot of my grandpa in that character like i lost my grandma when i was eight yeah. And it hit my grandpa really hard, of course, because they had been together for, I don't know, 40 years at that yeah. point. And, like, this song just, or this movie just mm-hmm. wrecks me because of that. Like, he's he remarried, mm-hmm. and his second wife is going through the same thing, like the dementia situation. Yeah. And all I can think of when I see uh, James Garner's character is my grandpa. Like, yep. he is that man, like would go to the lengths of the earth to mm-hmm. make 
my grandma happy and did and then would now do the same thing for his second wife and it's just like it's the most and the song i'll be seeing you oh yeah no, wrecks that's, me that it, song, that song shows just... up it's like there it ends up being their song oh, like yeah. it's at the beginning of their relationship the middle and the end mm-hmm. and my grandpa used to sing that after my grandma died he would sing that all around the house like kind of morosely yeah um just thinking about you know when he would get to see my grandma again yeah in, in the afterlife or whatever and yeah. this movie really just like drives a nail through your heart it it's so good yeah i have a very similar tie to that song my well my dad's parents died when i was younger but my mom's dad died in 2013 the morning of my vocal jazz performance and we had to sing that song and i didn't tell anybody in my vocal jazz program yeah except the director right before we performed that and i said please don't tell anyone because i won't be able to get through this song i barely made it to the end of that song absolutely lost it after the last note and then we got on a plane and went to bury my grandpa and i was like every time i hear that song anytime somebody asked me to do that song for the band i'm like well (laughs) yeah so it's gonna be a very messy a rendition (laughs) so there's several versions of that song in Mm -hmm. this uh movie the first one um is by billy holiday that we that we hear it's when they're young and it's more of a playful not really playful that song can't really be playful but no. it is a it's mo- sweeter it's, it's sweeter than the later version mm-hmm. of that song and you really it really sets the tone for their relationship like you understand like they're gonna eventually come back together yeah and billy holiday's version is very sweet and romantic yeah um in the middle you hear like a they it just plays like on a radio mm-hmm. and it's like an instrumental version and very somber very yeah very somber because they're apart like mm-hmm. it's you don't know if they're going to come back together or not and then at the end they play uh the they jimmy dance Durant, to the jimmy durani version yeah. and it is just like his version is the version that i know best because yeah. that's the version my grandpa would always play mm-hmm. and this just like I can't hear that song. Like, I can't no, hear that version of the song and not think of my grandpa and think of, yeah. you know, just tears. Like, instant tears mm-hmm. of that song. Because it's such... The words to that song are so heartfelt and They great. really are. All right. So... If you're not crying by now... <laughs> wow. Yeah. You're tough. So, I think my favorite character's also got to be older Noah. Like, oh, yeah. I love younger Noah as well. He's a great character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. All the characters are so good. All, I well, just, not all I the characters. I just want to say the male, Nicholas Sparks is the real MVP here for his actual character development. Yeah, the male characters in this movie are mm-hmm. fantastic. Yep. I love his best friend, Finn. I mm-hmm. love young Noah. I love older Noah. I love Lon. Noah's dad is great. Noah's dad is wonderful. Allie's dad plays his part well. Yeah, he's like all mm-hmm. of the male characters in this film are fantastic. And Very none much. of them, they're like... They're middle of the road. You They don't do... None of them do anything to make you hate them. Mm-hmm. None of them... Like, they're really great characters. And yeah. I like all of them. But Noah... Older Noah... Old man Noah is definitely my favorite. He just gets you right in the heart and you're like, oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, who's your least favorite character? Oh, oh boy. I think Allie's mom. Yup, that's mine. Really, I do not like her undermining Allie's... Everything? Every single thing. She just... Yeah. It's very difficult because it's like watching a mom that's like, well, this is what we are in life. Yeah. This is your responsibility. I will make sure that you make decisions that fit that responsibility. Yeah. And it's just absolutely devastating to watch her run Allie's life. Yeah. Yeah. I dislike her character the most. Mm-hmm. And it's it's weird because she shows you why she did it. Like you get to oh, see yeah. her previous love, like her young broke love before she married yeah. Allie's wealthy father. Her outside the family money. Yeah. Love. You know, and you get to see that. And it's sad because it like, touches you a little bit. It sucks. But... It sucks that she had to give that up or chose to give that up or whatever yeah. whatever happened there. But at the same time, you can't help but be pissed at her. Well, yeah, she should be more sympathetic it. to that situation. Oh, at that yeah, point. for sure. She's forcing yeah. Allie to follow in her footsteps, mm-hmm. and you have to, you know, you have to marry the money. You have to don't just go on some foolish yeah. way. Even though, like, I mean, she has that breakthrough, I guess, when mm-hmm. they go and see other guy at the lumberyard. But it's yeah. just like, no, you don't. You fucked up. You oh, yeah. really kept a whole year of letters from your daughter? Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? How fucked up is that? Yeah. I would never. Good job for handing them to her and say, I hope you make the right decision. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you actually mean? Yeah. Her her mom fucked up the whole time. She was yeah. definitely trying to control her life way too much. Very and much. Not letting Allie make her own mistakes. Like, you've got to be able to make your own mistakes and learn in love and all of those things. Like, it's not something that any one person can prevent you from or it's just a mistake. Because especially with kids, like 17-year-olds, you tell a kid, oh, you're not allowed to do this. What's the first thing they fucking do? They go do that thing. Like Exactly. You're not allowed to see this boy. Oh, yeah? Well, guess Watch what? Watch me. I'm pregnant now. Like, right? <laughs> <laughs> you told me not to see him, and then we had also, sex. So, touching on that pregnant line, how, in the 1940s, does this bitch hop in this guy's bed? Not once, not twice, but thrice. have sex. Yeah. And not end up pregnant. Yeah. Like, I, I, I get... I mean, she might have ended up pregnant. We don't know. But happens. Well, I mean, that's what we were talking about is like, who knows? Maybe one of their three kids was yeah, one of those. The but timing just... for this movie is a little confusing because we don't actually know when the older Allie and Noah thing is taking place. We only know that mm-hmm. younger Allie and Noah is happening in the, for- the 40s and early 50s. Yeah. Like, we don't know for sure when. And that was just... Yeah. Mind-blowing to be like, dude, you didn't even try to be safe about that. Nope. They were just like, fuck it. Let's do it. Many times. Over and over and again. (laughs) But. Yeah. I mean, it's good sex, I guess. I mean, yeah, if it's good, keep going. Also, (laughs) along the sex lines, so, so very not accurately represented when she's like, that's what I've been missing. Let's go again. 
And it's like, honey, he's going to need maybe like two hours. He's going to need some time. He's going to need a minute. You can't just and hop also, on that dick and then oh, and be done also, and be like, oh, wait, more. Do you know anyone who the very first time they had sex was immediately like, oh, shit, let's have sex again? Any woman? No. Who was like that? No. That's not a, that's not a thing. There's like slight terror after for the first. Yeah. You're like, oh, that was painful. Like, what? What? Why, why did that whoa. hurt? Why? Why? Something was that inside was, That me. was weird. And yeah. I mean, you get used to it and you start to enjoy it, you know, during you time two like or time three. You have to have a Jesus moment with yourself. During time two or time three, but it's not the first time. Yeah. <laughs> Your very first time is not like that. And it this was supposedly her very first time. Mm-hmm. So, sure. All right. Sure. You immediately wanted to have sex again? Mm, no, not Lucky at twenty eight. Not at twenty eight. You didn't. <laughs> right. Oh, honey. All right. Uh, we kind of already touched on the one song, but we what did, did you feel about the mu- the music in this movie? This is something that I talk about with my piano students all the time: is the effect that a music has on the movie. Times of silence, times of music, yeah. appropriate music during certain times. I am a huge proponent for what if you watch the movie on mute? Would you still feel the same way? Yeah. Would it evoke all the same emotions? 60% of me could watch this movie on mute and still be devastated just by the character development. But the music in this movie is so enveloping from start to finish every song they chose Every use of the score, every moment when they're dancing, every when she's with Lon at the dance and they're yeah. going nuts. It's just transports you to the 30s, 40s, and 50s. You feel like you're straight up walking down that street with Allie and Noah. You're in front of the beach with Allie and Noah. You're at that dance with Allie and Lon. Yeah. You're in the war with... Finn and Noah and feeling Finn slip away in your hands like every last note or rest in this freaking movie mattered ridiculously perfectly oh yeah yeah every single one it was fucking great this soundtrack is so good and the placement of each one of the the songs Mm -hmm. not the pieces not the classical soundtrack contemporary all the contemporary songs in this were so perfectly placed and so well thought out to how it fits within the storyline like the people who chose the music the music director for this not the orchestrator but he also did great but the person who put together the contemporary soundtrack for this film really did a lot of work and studying the lyrics really to, thought about yeah everything. really studied the lyrics to all of these different songs and figured out a place for each of these contemporary pieces to really be put into this work or into this movie and it was fucking great and i mean even the choice of what ally played when she played chopin it's prelude something pre prelude in a my c minor a minor something one yeah. of those But when she played Chopin, there was a moment of nothing Mm -hmm. right before she sat down to play where you're thinking, is she going to play? Is something else? It's just this intense suspense. And then she starts playing and that Chopin piece 
if you've ever listened to it in its entirety, is the most sorrow and romance loaded song oh, yeah. ever. It's literally a classical piece about heartbreak. It's you can hear it so while delicious. you listen to it. But listening to that, knowing their romance, knowing what's going on in the moment and then again when older Allie starts oh to remember God, that and she like remembers it, it and plays it from memory every Whew. inch of what that song was composed to do is there even in the eight to ten bars that she gets to play of it is just devastating yeah it's so good so another thing I really liked about this movie is um, the when they go to that dance and mm-hmm. Alon um, is asking, you know, is preparing to ask her to marry him, mm-hmm. basically. I loved that they threw in the band leader. They, like, show the big yes. band in the back, and they show the band leader, and his mannerisms and everything, and even the actor that they chose to be it. Like, his his name on the movie thing is, or on the cast list is just band leader. Yeah. Which is ridiculous, because he was clearly trying to be Cab Calloway. So like, much. Like, all of his mannerisms, the way he was just, like, smiley yes. and dancing and, like, waving his hands around. He was very much bandstand it, man. Yeah, he was being Cab Calloway, and I wish they would have credited him credited him as being Cab Calloway rather than just, quote-unquote, band leader. But yeah. I loved that in him. And if you are confused and don't know who Cab Calloway is, think about the Blues Brothers mm-hmm. and the guy at the end concert of the Blues Brothers who sings Minnie the Moocher. That's Cab Calloway. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's Cab yes. Calloway. He's very over. The, he was known for being over the top. He was always very smiley, and he would dance while he conducted, mm-hmm. um, very much to like vaudeville era dancing. Just yes. all he would use the entire stage. He would dance all over the place, and he would conduct, and he just had this huge, larger than life smile. And absolutely, that's exactly who the yes. who the band quote unquote band leader of this movie was. Oh trying yeah, to when be. he's throwing his arms so out, good. he's like. Huh. Yeah, it's so good. And I love that they just kind of threw that in without like without ever talking about it. Like no one in the club ever says that it's Cab Calloway. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it so much. So wonderful. So, so much. Okay. That's that is a good that's a good scene. Yeah. Okay. um, What did you think of the storyline? Like their the overall the overall whole storyline like. Think back to the very first time you saw this movie. Did you read the book before you saw the movie, or did you watch no, the movie first? Okay. I saw the movie first. Okay, so think back to the very I had first to time. Beg my mother to actually read the book. <laughs> Fair. Yes. So think back to the very first time you saw the movie. Were you shocked when you found out that the older couple was the younger couple? Well, yes and no. So the first time I saw it, when it opened up on this couple, I thought that it was going to either be. A story about their children mm-hmm. or a story about someone that he knew. Yeah. But I, I didn't think about her being the girl. Allie. Yeah. I just thought like he was doing his due diligence, yeah. like visiting a yeah. old folks home. And they then, do a really good job throughout the first I don't know, three quarters of this movie never saying their yes. the older well, couple's it was names. Duke and Miss Miss... Not Miss... Something. Miss Hamilton. Yes. Her original last name, not mm. Calhoun. So they but, do a very uh, good job at keeping it a secret. And so the more the movie got into it, and then 
when they're sitting on the lawn by the the lake and the children show up, Mm -hmm. I was like, hmm, okay. Yeah, they're kind of staring at her weird. And then when she goes inside to take her nap, and And then it's revealed. Doing good today. And I was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. No. (laughs) Yeah, I did the same thing in the theater. I was like, what? Well, because you sit there and you're like, wait a minute. Is he. Are they talking about them or are they like what? Who's he talking about? Yeah, Who is, it was very much. And then a I mystery. kept trying to think because it hadn't been revealed yet about Finn in the war. So at that point, I was like, "Shit, could this be Finn?" Yeah, like telling is this the Finn story, telling this to Allie, and something happened to Noah. Is yeah. this? Yeah. So, I who knows who else it could have been. But yeah, is this Noah telling the story to Finn's wife really or Finn's girlfriend until like, that moment with yeah, the yeah, kids? Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then it was way worse because you're just heartbroken because you already yeah. know their you know how their love story began and how it, they came yeah. to be basically in this just old something folks else. Home. Oh my gosh, what oh, heartbreak! Get you. Such heartbreak. Oh. <laughs> If we haven't said it yet, um, watch the movie. Yeah. Cry your eyes out. Jesus. If you need a good cry, watch this movie. Do all the things. Yeah. It is so good. Okay. What is your seven word synopsis for this film? Um, Well, wow. Way too horny. Need to ugly cry. (laughs) Nice. I love it. Yep. Okay. It's accurate. Mine is... Love transcends memory loss, leads to bawling. Yes. <laughs> yes. There was there was one more that I had. That's, I only had two for this one. Yeah. It's surprising, I know. But yes, best representation of a true love story. Oh yeah. That was for it. sure. That Oh, so good. Honest to God, like okay, so this came out in two thousand four and I I was fourteen and this movie is just being 14, being newly in high school, all this, you're in the height of freaking, oh my God, he's so cute. I Hormones. Love me. Yeah. And Hormone height. I saw the commercial for this movie and I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah. I need to see this. Yeah, same. I, I need to. It's like every teenage thought yeah. is this movie. Oh yeah. Mixed with like every mid-20s female's necessity. Yeah. All this this movie made some really lasting impressions on me when I was a kid because I saw I was what seventeen I mm-hmm. think when this movie came out so I was their age um, and it really made me long to have that kind of relationship so much where not the Alzheimer's like no take, take the Alzheimer's <laughs> out but to have the relationship that Noah and Allie had this beautiful like. You know, who wouldn't just love to have a guy who, you know, would build a whole house for you and do all these huge romantic gestures. Go out of his way to put your needs and wants before his. Before all of his, yeah. Especially in this time period. Yeah, yeah. And it made... That was a rare find. Yeah, and it made, like, it made my idea of love change a lot because so you know much. i had had relationships already in previous to that mm-hmm. you know where i thought i was in love or you yeah. know thought it was the the end all be all but i was just you know a kid and this movie really like kind of changed the way i thought of 
boys and what I wanted my marriage, my eventual marriage to be like. Mm -hmm. And really wanting to grow old with someone the way that Noah and Allie got to grow old with is like... To the point where if you did lose your memory or anything, like you know your person would be there to tell you about who you are, how you are, what you two were, your whole life, like everything yeah like, i know micah would do that i know otis would do that too and it'd if be, i lost my it, shit yeah he'd be there to be like first of all the story would not be as romantic bitch. yeah <laughs> exactly but, the story would not be nearly as romantic and sappy <laughs> there'd be a lot of like oh, you were a straight up bitch at this point but yeah. <laughs> but i loved you anyway right there'd be a lot of that but that's fine exactly <laughs> that's I mean, fine modern more modern love story that's exactly. fine we're not in the 40s so, along those lines, knowing this came out in 2004, what do you think the budget for this was? Ooh. Probably pretty low since neither one of them were super yeah, big they, at the they time. Were newbies. They were Yeah, they were new. Newbies. Um James Garner was not, so he No, he was, was pretty well established. Yeah, so his was probably a, quite a bit more than theirs. They got probably got a lot more. And there wasn't a lot of scenery changes no. like they didn't have a, di- a lot of, like, on-location shots that they had to do. Like, yeah. There was a scene in the... Ci- like, one mm-hmm. scene in the city and one scene at a college. But... Yeah, there were only a couple different places that they filmed. Yeah. Um, fuck. 2004? I'm gonna go with 14 million. That's pretty close. <laughs> That's... I mean, you're only 15 million off. 30 but... million? It's 29 million, roughly. Oh, that's a lot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a lot more than I expected. It was it was a bit. So what do you think as of right now? How much money has The Notebook made? As of a worldwide gross. Worldwide gross. It's been 15 years, and everyone I know basically owns this movie and has bought it and saw it right. in theaters. <laughs> oh, my God. It was $30 million. I'm going to go... 250 million. <laughs> Pretty close, actually. Uh, but only a hundred and so million off. <laughs> 300 uh, and something. It's 116 million. Oh, wow. That's a lot less yeah. than I expected. So it... I mean, it made its money three, it four times over almost. Uh, quite a few times over. But this movie originally started out not so good. Very mixed reviews. Yeah. It was a lot of people felt polar opposites about it. It was either mesmerizing, wonderful, perfect representation of love, or absolutely dark. Yeah. Just morbid, terrible. I don't know how anyone got that out of this movie, but sure. I mean, I don't get it either, but over the years, this has become the 17th highest grossing chick flick oh i wonder if i could name the other 16 barely barely beating out another nicholas sparks movie yeah is it number the number one nicholas sparks movie on the list probably yeah i'd imagine so because this is the one barely beat out dear john this is the one that everybody saw oh like every fucking person i know a few people every everything i know a few people who didn't see each of his other films because mm-hmm. they either didn't like the actor that was chosen to play the male yeah. lead or didn't like the female lead. Yeah. You know, each movie, oh, most people that I know had a problem with 
something oh, with, yeah. with at least one of the other films. So I but. can see why... But I don't know anyone who had a problem with this film. Like, oh no, everybody I know likes Ryan Gosling it was, it and Rachel phenomenal. McAdams. It like, just kills it yeah. every time. So yeah, this yeah. movie is fucking. Great. I mean, it's there's not much else. No, to, there's not unless we want to repeat all of it. But go <laughs> go watch the movie. Go it's read the book. So it's, good. Get a bunch of your girlfriends together. If you're a dude and you want to fucking cry by yourself, do it. If you want to cry with your friends, go ahead. If you want to cry with a bunch of your man friends, I guarantee you, put everybody in a room and watch this movie. Y'all will make fun of it for about half of the movie, and then you're going to be devastated. Yeah, if you want to get laid, watch it with your girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Suggest that you watch it. Bring it home. You'll be the one to suggest it. Bring it home. Yeah. Pull it up on Amazon. Hey, babe, let's watch this. I heard heard about this movie, and I wanted to... You want to watch it with me? Yeah, you're going to get laid. Oh, yeah. Like, for sure. I mean, she it's sad. She might even wife you. I mean, it's sad, and she'll cry, and you. We all probably cry too. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah, yeah, and then you'll get then you'll get laid. So you're gonna get some shit off of this movie. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Ooh, definitely. It's a good one. You need to watch this film. It's mm-hmm. so fucking good. All right. Well, that does it for this episode of Rom Com Spotlight on the Notebook. Um, don't forget to follow us at Allentown Pod on Twitter and tweet at us. You can email us at allentownpresents at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. We've got the Allentown Network Facebook. We've got our 20 Minutes at the Bar Facebook. We've got a Mr. Sparkle Power Hour Facebook. You can listen to us wherever podcasts can be found. And please like and subscribe and share with all your friends. Smash that like button. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And tell everyone you know to listen to us. I mean, we're a little bit vulgar, but who isn't? Yes. Warn your children. (laughs) Yeah, do not listen with children. No. No, we're not suitable for young audiences. Wait until they're 18. Yeah. But tell all your other parent friends. uh, Listen to our podcast. And check us out. So, yeah. We'll see you later. Bye. See you soon. Toots.